Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Andrew Lanza. Welcome to Buffs and Nerfs, presented by The Mind Refinery. This podcast will be hosted by myself and Sam Hall. Sam and I will explore the cultural significance of video games and examine their artistic merit and how it reflects the industry as a whole. So sit back and enjoy Buffs and Nerfs. And as always, a subscribe and positive rating on this or anything you've listened to would be greatly appreciated. All right, back at it again. You got Buffs and Nerfs. I'm your host, Andrew Lanza, co-host extraordinaire, Sam Hall. Hello, everybody. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's nice to be seeing you again. Uh, we, we, we work together, and it's been nice to see you on the regs. Yeah, I will yeah, say. no, I, I hope the uh, shift back to a, an office environment hasn't been too harsh for you. It has been, it, it's been good. It's been fine. It's been yeah. good to like have a thing that I go to on the regular. Uh, a regularly you know I mean? scheduled kind of thing always. I find I always need some kind of structure in my day sort of thing. So, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> today we're going to talk a little, uh, little news, a little PS5 news. And then we're going to take a little uh, deep dive on our thoughts on VR. Um, so it's uh, it's been a couple days since the big PS5 uh, announcement and kind of, you know, reveal where they revealed the price and they revealed, um, you know, the kind of the lineup of games and all that stuff. So we talked about it in our last episode about the Xbox pricing. So what, what do you think? Compare like the comparatively, we, we even talked about how uh, PlayStation hasn't announced any sort of like kind of quote budget version, like the mm-hmm. digital version or anything like that. Right. We we talked about that, and then here we are. They 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 did release like a, like a digital only version. Anyway, so 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 what what do you think about the pricing? Well, first of all, it seems weird that it's, uh, if I, sorry, I'm not looking at the figures right now, but I remember it's like $100 more for just having a Blu-ray. What? Um, yeah, I think the pricing is kind of actually what I about expected, a little bit more than the Xbox system. Um, the only thing that's uh, making me hesitant, and this also would make me hesitant if I was an Xbox uh, player, was um, I don't, the lineup of games at launch, I remember when the PS4 came out, there was like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Battlefield 4, there was a ton of like games, there's like two or three games, I was like, okay, this I can play on day one. None of these launch games, uh, I can't even remember what they are, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, alright, whatever. Oh, yeah. there's some cool ones, I don't know. Oh, like, which ones um, do you find cool? Like, I, I, like, I just generally am not into any of them, I think. Like, the new Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16 is going to be exclusive to... Uh, but is that at launch? X. Uh, no, it's not gonna be launch. That's true. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're right. You're right. Well, yeah, okay. sorry. I'm talking about launch what? games. Like PS5, absolutely, I'll pick up one eventually. But just, it's not like like then the PS4 generation started. I had one like day one. Okay, okay. So what are the launch titles actually specifically? Honestly, I've I can't totally... remember. Uh, you know what? I'll even just Google it right now if I have to. But they were not impressive. I think there's like Demon Souls. Uh... Yeah, the remake. Oh, what else was there? There was Spider Man. Uh, yeah, Spider Man, Miles Morales. I mean. I haven't played the first Spider-Man, but I hear it's good. It's, it, I know you really like it, but for me, it's just sort of a... It's not enough. It's not enough to drag me into uh, buying a first-generation console. Well, or, the uh, well, what's cool about it, I, I, I saw about the new Spider-Man was that I think for like $20 more, it, you get like the deluxe edition, which includes like um, like a, a, an updated version of the original game. So I thought that was a, a oh, cool interesting, little bundle. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a cool little bundle. I, I really uh, like that. It's not enough to get me to buy it, but I do like that. Yeah, I, I mean, we talked about Spider-Man before. Um, it's just it's just a sh- super fun game. I, I believe it's the, uh, the, the last game I platinumed. 
but uh yeah it's 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 a just a shit ton of fun uh well-made game uh the worst parts of the game were the miles morales parts ironically enough but i mean that's before he really has his like full powers and everything mm-hmm. um it's like this like these like stealth missions that so what you play as really... miles morales in the first one i thought it was like is it well a... there's there's so you're i mean you're peter parker for pretty much the whole thing but then there's right. missions where you're miles morales and then there's also missions where you're mary jane and when you play as miles morales and mary jane there's like the stealth mechanic and it's mm-hmm. just like that's not why I'm playing the game. I want to play the game to be Spider-Man and, like, you know, beat up dudes and do all sorts of crazy acrobatics. I don't want to, like, sneak around as Miles Morales or, like, take pictures yeah, as Mary Jane. Yeah. It, it's one uh, of those things where, like, a video game says, this is the game, but, oh, you just have to do this side little stealth mission. We we should almost do another episode on stealth missions alone in games because that's a common thing where it's, like, a game is a lot of fun, but then suddenly it takes away the thing you're playing. In this case, the swing of Spider-Man makes you do, like, a stealth or a sneaky mission. You're, like... I'm not enjoying this. This is not why I fired this up. Yeah, Do you play as exactly. Gwen Stacy? And it is it, uh I think it was Mary Jane. I don't know. It's been a while since I played it. It's it's either Mary Jane or I think well, it's Mary Jane. Well if you play as Gwen Stacy, avoid any missions with a bridge. Yikes. But yeah, so it's um yeah, it, it's they're also just there to pad the gameplay length too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you can have a sick level where you're like running around beating up guys like and everything's blowing up, or you can have this like quiet one map level and it's going to take probably like three times as long for you to beat because you're just going to keep getting found and it's frustrating so there's a little bit of controversy around the ps5 the the pre-order because they they went out and said people were thinking that the pre-orders were going to happen and then sony came out and said that no we'll give you ample time and then the video comes out and then they're like pre-orders are pretty much happening now and like everybody was like going back and forth i I saw on ebay they're already going eight hundred dollars to a grand well, oh. this uh, fall will be known as the fall of the fucked up pre-orders. There's a whole uh, 3080 pre-order issue. This it's a bad time to pre-order right what's, now. What's what's what was the issue with 3080? Um, well, it basically went on sale in a similar sort of like, oh, it's on sale right now, and nobody could get a copy. And Nvidia actually came out and said, like, oh, yeah, we yeah, fucked yeah. this up. You know, we should have had more stock, and it should have been more obvious about when stuff was purchased. I think they're doing another run of the 3080 right now. But yeah, no, it's it seems like you know what I'm gonna put a bit of that on. I guess covid you know people working from home they can't coordinate no that's ridiculous if you're a multi-million dollar billion dollar company you should be able to handle something like that i yeah i didn't know that there was a huge pre-order issue with yeah i I didn't uh, really look too much in it because i just sat here looking at my 2080 ti going you're still good even though you cost five times as much as a better card but yeah it was it was a big stink in the pc gaming community so yeah so how do you think it compares to uh xbox if you were picking up a console day one Mm -hmm. Would you be grabbing Xbox or PlayStation? What do you think? Well, I think I'd be grabbing PlayStation because there is actually one thing. While I said there isn't a lot of launch titles that are great, apparently it's backwards compatible. And I do have like a fair library of PS4 games. So if I find out, oh yeah, you can pretty much download any of your old PS4 games and play it on the PS5, I would definitely be more leaning into it. Uh, Xbox, it's nothing against Microsoft. Uh, I'm just not an Xbox gamer. I don't have that much of a passion for console games that I need to have all three. So right now I just have a PlayStation 4. I might get a Switch uh, later this year just for uh, Zelda, but I don't want to sound like a PlayStation fanboy because I'm not necessarily, but it, well, I would we're just leave... in the ecosystem already. Uh, PlayStation, right? PlayStation like, yeah. Yeah, I... yeah. It's like, it's like we're in that ecosystem. That's where our gamer tags oh. are. That's where our trophies are, our, our libraries, etc. Like I what? get it. Sorry, one other point to uh, reinforce the PlayStation purchase is the fact that since I'm also play on a PC, I do have an access. I do have access to a lot of Microsoft games, so it's not 
Xbox isn't really well... I mean, it has its exclusives and stuff like that, but a lot of what shows up on Xbox also shows up on PC, whether on Steam or Windows for games for Windows, or whatever the hell they call it, uh, the Microsoft Store on PC. So that's Origin? also, like, I don't really need to buy an Xbox for that. Yeah, and it, it like, like as I said, like, I'm just part of the PlayStation ecosystem. Like, yeah. So I'm probably just going to continue that. I don't 100%. Think I, I, but also, I don't think I'm necessarily going to get a PS5 at launch specifically because like i can play most things on pc already and any titles that come out on ps5 that are exclusives i'm going to give it a couple years and then you know you can get like Mm -hmm. the greatest hits collection or whatever having said that one really cool thing that playstation is doing that we actually haven't mentioned is i'm sure xbox is doing the same thing but i i don't know specifically but i know playstation for their like playstation plus membership if you have a ps5 you're gonna have a whole shit ton of really high quality like exclusive like really good exclusive um sony game like sony uh exclusive games everything from like ratchet and clank there was like resident evil um like all like all the big titles from like the last generation uncharted 4 the list goes on and on and on that they that you essentially can play if you have playstation plus do you mean for free or for well i mean not for free it's playstation plus like but with the subscription it's not like you get the subscription and we're giving you a cut rate on playing those games like you get the subscription you can play these games go yeah yeah yeah. no that's probably how they're countering the fact that their uh initial launch titles isn't the greatest it feels really much less than the last generation when it kicked off i didn't really hear anything about vr like ps so Mm -hmm. psvr obviously it was a pretty you know they pushed it pretty hard for the PS4. The only thing I've heard about the PSVR is that it is compatible with PS5. That's like all I've heard. I don't know if they're optimizing it, if they're releasing new hardware. They haven't mentioned anything. I haven't heard anything about VR. Yeah, neither have I. I, I, I've been sort of paying attention to the release for the PlayStation and stuff like that. Not super attention, but yeah, I've heard nothing about the VR uh, at all, really, for either system. Does, Does Xbox have a VR system like the PSVR? That's a really. Uh, that's, that's like a question. I, I feel like I should know the I'm answer. I'm pretty sure to. they do. Yeah, like they must. I, yeah. I honestly don't know. That's how I, I assume how popular it was. But I don't know. I don't know if you can smell that. But I think that smells like a segue to oh. our main topic of conversation, Let which is cinnamon, lavender. Oh, oh, is that is that? Well, for some reason, it smells like kale. Yeah, that's that's seg- that's the smell of a segue. That's a segue. Yeah, that's absolutely. a bona fide segue, right into our main topic of VR. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, VR kind of was, I guess. I mean, it's existed for a long time, uh, virtual reality, but um, with like three D, you had like you know three D at the movies, like made a big resurgence with like Avatar, and everybody thought like you know then there was like three D TVs, and everybody thought three D was going to be this big thing. And then, you know, VR has been around for a while now, too. Even the 90s, you'd had that big old headset you'd see. And people comically, like, running in this on the spot with, like, these, like, giant headsets. But, yeah, I mean, VR now is almost, I don't know, it's, it's not as, I feel like it's not as much of a focus as it was maybe even, like, four, like, three years ago. Yeah. Where... You know, that was, like, touted as the next thing. Um, everybody was just kind of waiting for that killer app to really just hammer home the, like, the the, the, the virtual reality to, to kind of get everybody going on it. What, what, what are your overall thoughts on VR at, like, a high-level 
process like thought process was. Ooh, my high level thought process well basically vr like 3d and film is the gimmick that won't go away it's i did some research actually for this uh, i've got a few numbers to throw your way i hope you don't mind please because i have none okay according to statista.com 2020 that's the year uh pc gamers with steam on steam with vr 1.67 percent Again, Steam's very doesn't. I don't think it releases the most detailed information of its demographics and its uh, analytics and other such words. But um, so it's a very small percentage there. Uh, PC4 gamers with VR in February 2019 were at 4.4 percent. So my opinion of VR is like is actually like my opinion opinion of 3D movies. It's 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 okay, but there isn't really a reason for it because, as you said, it doesn't have a, a killer app. There was, like, I remember Avatar came out, like you mentioned, that really pushed 3D in the films. You can still go see 3D movies, but, you know, I can't remember the last time I saw a movie going, oh, I'm really glad this was in 3D, or, oh, this really should have been in 3D. It's it's the same with, like, uh, the few VR games I've played. They always feel like tech demos or something like that. Like, there hasn't been a game yet for it that makes me go, oh, I really want VR. And now if I could just take a side mention for a second, a good example of the opposite of that is I'm thinking about buying a, uh, a Switch, which costs about the same as a VR uh, system for the PlayStation, about 400 bucks, because I really want to play Zelda. It, the Switch has this killer app, for me at least, that means, oh, I'm willing to spend a lot of money on hardware to just play this one game. And VR just doesn't seem to have that yet. I've played a few, several VR games, not a ton, but a few, and I, they're fine, but I've never like walked out of my buddy's place going like, holy shit, I really need to buy VR. Okay, where, where can I go get one right now? This guy's like, oh yeah, that was fun. All right, I'm going to go home and play on a screen, regular screen, you know? And uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. Basically, VR is just this, this thing that always feels like it's on the cusp of breaking out, but it just never quite does it. And honestly, I think the price point's a huge issue for that. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with everything you're saying. It really, you, you, you've been hearing about, you know, like this certain game is like the killer app or like that game mm -hmm. is going to be the killer app. And there really hasn't been that killer app yet that has come out for VR, at least that I've, I've experienced. Now that has a lot. So one thing I did disagree with is you said there's no reason for it. I totally disagree with that because like VR is totally immersive. If it's done well, I can totally see the reason for it. And I can totally being, see it being its own like niche thing. I just think there's the technology isn't there in two ways. A, like the technology to reproduce it in your home for a, a certain price point doesn't exist yet. It's like, Absolutely, like the, yeah. the, the PSVR, the Oculus, whatever, the HTC Vive or whatever. It's right, like, yeah. the, like those are fine. Those are all fine. But if you want like a really, really good VR setup, that's not attainable for most people. Like, you know what I mean? So they have to make it, they have to downgrade the quality to make it accessible from a financial standpoint. So that's one aspect where the technology fails. And then the other aspect where the technology is not quite there yet is producing a piece of content for VR is so much more expensive and time consuming and like resource intensive than producing like, say like a 3D movie or like a video game or whatever, because you need to take into account so many different aspects that you know some uh, a more traditional type of of 3d uh creation or modeling you run to certain issues that are exclusive to uh, making things for 3d 
So making content for 3D, it's like if you make a level or whatever, just making that level is so much more resource intensive, whether it be man hours, computing power, money, etc., than a standard piece of content. So until like the technology can really, I think, catch up, you're going to have like, you know, substandard hardware in people's homes and just crazy costs when it comes to production. Absolutely. Once you can kind of like even out the field, um, then I think you're really, really going to see that killer app. And I know like a lot of companies before were like investing in 3D and like really trying to make that killer app. But I feel like you just don't hear about it that much anymore. And I've played, I've played uh, several 3D games and, and we'll get into that. And I've played some good ones and some not so good ones. I just think overall, if people are still willing to put, to invest in it, and I'm sure there are people that it, it, it can be successful. Also, another thing that I experienced, and this is a personal thing, is I get motion sickness very easily and playing 3D, uh, sorry, uh, VR, I, I definitely can feel the motion sickness. Do you, do you ever get that yourself? Well, I played the most, the closest, uh, I guess the most intense experience motion-wise I played was, I played Skyrim VR, my buddy's PS4 VR. I played for about like basically the opening part of where the town of Helgen gets all wrecked and stuff and then made it to Riverwood, the second sort of little town you go to. Kind of basically the opening, if you want, like the uh, prologue to the yeah, story. Yeah. And that was about 20 to, I think it's like 20 minutes, 25, maybe 30 minutes on the outside. And I didn't really have a problem. I was not playing with the teleporting function. I was playing just like standard classic moving forward, move back sort of motion. I didn't really have an issue with it. Um... I don't know, but I'm not going to say that's really enough to say I'm good with it because that's only 30 minutes. It's like when I like to play video games, I like to sit down for like, I don't know about you, but I like to sit down for a couple hours, at least what two What do you hours. mean you don't know about me? Yeah, I know all about you. You're there right beside me going, let's do some more Destiny. Um, and it's just like 20 minutes, I feel, is not, not a long time. I think what you would need to do, and this would be a weird thing. I don't, I don't know if you would think this is a good idea, but um, let's say a store like Best Buy starts selling like a cheap P uh, VR system and I'll get into the price point later um, there should be something where you like can put it on and try it out for like an hour or something like that so you can or some way to figure out whether or not you get the motion sickness from it because you're not the only person I hear I've heard a lot of people say like VR was fun but after about 15 minutes they start getting a headache or they start feeling nauseous and things like that uh, uh, was it was it any VR did that or was it specific like motion like fast moving VR or like walking around VR that did that for you like uh what about a game like Moss where you're more sitting in one place and just moving things around that didn't give you motion sickness I assume that yeah game games where I'm stationary like where my my in-game feet like don't move as like mm -hmm. if I'm you know stationary kind of like looking at an environment yeah. those games are fine like I can look around and that's fine it's when my in-game character or person or whatever starts moving forward is when I start to really feel fucked is it, up. Is it like right away? You're like, oh God, I'm going to, or is it more like after about a few minutes, you're like, oh wait, I'm not feeling good. Like, does it creep uh, up on you or like, does it slam like, into it hard? It's like right away. And oh, then wow. I can kind of quell it for, for a while. And then it kind of like flares back up for like specifically, like you said, Skyrim, I played a bunch of Skyrim, maybe same thing, not a bunch. I mean, like maybe like half an hour of Skyrim mm -hmm. at my, at my friend's house. And I was like, 
fucked up. I tried it. He's like, at first I was just doing it regularly, like walking around regularly with like the D-pad or whatever. Not mm-hmm. the D-pad, like the thumbstick. The, the thumbstick and, standard motion. And then I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. And then he said, okay, hold on, put teleporting on. And then he put teleporting on and that fucked me up even worse. Really? Uh, yeah. Because so, I heard and, that was the solution to that. No, I don't know what it was. Just like the leaping forward just freaked me up. But also the like another big thing that really fucks me up is the X axis or not the X axis the uh, like the Z no what is it the Z axis you're in camera yeah the Z axis like the rotation so like yeah so like once I like start rotating if I'm playing like I remember I played like the Star Wars VR when you're in a ship I think you're in an X wing and when you rotate I'm just like whoa my brain just like also I played another one where you're flying it's like the Eve um, VR game and like it's 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 a lot of fun but I'm just like I can't. Like I don't, I don't you because I don't have that like feedback of me actually moving in my you know yeah. inner ear that it just like really fucks me up. But anyway, having said that, when my character is stationary, like a game like Super Hot or Moss or or something like that, where like my character is stationary or like I'm I'm just like at a desk or something, or I'm even if I'm like driving a car, I feel like it's okay because in a car you're still sitting there. Yeah, it's <clears> ironic. <throat> That's where I get most of my motion sicknesses in cars. Oh, same. Man, back in the day, like, trying to play, like, Game Boy in the backseat. Yeah. Trying to play Pokemon in the backseat while my parents are driving. Always, like, just playing till I'm actually physically ill. But so I'm you're like, just oh, throwing up in the backseat. They're just like, oh, Andrew, don't make me take that away. I just, like, try to catch a Pikachu. Just, oh. It's weird. Do you ever find, like, with motion sickness... We'll get back to video games in a second, dear listener. But with motion sickness and cars for me, it's like... Sometimes I can read, like, a fine print novel and I'm fine. The next time I'm, like, looking at the little in the back of the taxi telling me my rights and i'm just like oh god i'm gonna throw up i i i find it's yeah. not consistent oh absolutely i i feel like it depends like if i'm hungry i feel like i'm more prone to motion sickness yeah well welcome back to inner ear chat with andrew and sam um but yeah uh nausea the <laughs> the hot the topic what makes you nauseous this week we're talking yeah. about spicy food uh except spicy foods make me very satisfied never nauseous how much experience have you had with VR? Like overall, like what 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 systems have you played? I've only played one system, and that was my friend's PlayStation VR. I've played it there for a bit. I played PS, in... PS Pro or like uh, he had a PS like, Pro. He has a PS he, Pro. That's one thing. I feel like PS Pro. You almost need a PS Pro for yeah. PlayStation VR. Maybe maybe that's I've, part I've of the reason on. why I didn't feel so much of the nausea that other people feel. feel. Maybe it's something about the PlayStation Pro just sort of smooths it out a little bit enough to keep me within my vomit. I range. believe it's higher resolution as well. Yeah, uh, I, I again, higher I don't, I don't know rate, if that's a factor, but that that higher frame rate definitely I feel would help in high resolution. So yeah, so that was my main experience. Um, I tried a friend's Oculus Rift a long time ago, back when they were first starting to be accessible by the public, and I can't remember. I think I might have. When did I play on that? Was that Skyrim as well? But the big experience was basically at my friend's place playing his P- PlayStation VR, and I played uh, Skyrim, which I've mentioned. I played Beat Saber. Oh my god, I can't remember. It's like hotline drifter super super hot, drifter no. no not super hot super <laughs> hot's the one where you're shooting things right and everyone's yeah, like yeah. no this was um oh my god i should have looked up the name for this it's basically you have this shape in front of you that's made up of cubes that are kind of formed together and slowly approaching you is like this wall with a cutout and you have to rotate the thing in the various six axes so that it goes through the cutout per, uh perfectly kind of like uh, those japanese game show things where people yeah, are like yeah, twisting uh, that was great. Like, that game was great. Uh, Beat Saber was great and fun, but also I felt like, and I'm not the most rhythmic. I've, I've seen you honor, dance. You got moves, But um, I found that, moves. I'm not saying I don't want moves. I'm just saying, you know, when it comes to, oh, wait, I probably shouldn't finish that. Anyways, with Beat Saber, 
the swing of the sabers to hit stuff. I felt once in a while it was like, you know, you're going down, up, and I'm like, oh, I missed that? Really? That seemed about right. Uh, a little jank. It was a little jank. Yeah, I think for me, I apparently can handle VR a little better for you for the motion stuff, because again, Skyrim didn't bother me, but none of these things that I played made me go, oh yes, I gotta get my VR, you know? It's just... So that's my experience with it, basically. It's just a PlayStation VR. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, how about yourself? I'm assuming it was a PlayStation VR as well. Sounded like you said that. I've actually had a few different experiences with VR. Actually, uh, kind of interesting ones as well. Um, so yeah, I've, I played the traditional... I, I played like the HTC Vibe. Is it Vibe or Vive? Vibe. V-I-V-E. V. Okay, Vive. Okay, I couldn't remember. I played that a little bit. I played a bunch of the PS4 VR Um Full disclosure, none of us own a VR console at home yep. or a system. Nope. Uh, well, what do you call it? A console or a system? A VR system? I think it's a system. A console yeah. to me is like where the game is yeah. being stored. It's like a peripheral, like uh, it's a very, it's different, but it's basically like a controller, I would say. So I have a few friends that own the PSVR, so I played that actually quite extensively. Um, a bunch of different games. We'll, we'll get into games, specific games a little bit later. But um, I also had an opportunity, my one friend, he like rented a it was like a booth at a okay, vr yeah. arcade for his birthday and it was just me him and his girlfriend uh and we went and we just i think he rented it for an hour and you're in like a full it's like a full booth there's like a like a seat at the back where you're like you can chill but then when you're actually in the headset it's like a sick like legit 3d headset like whatever like i think it was like whatever the newest oculus was at the time and then you're like you have like the full motion control and stuff and you can like move around and whatever in this like kind of like little booth and we played just like a bunch of games in 3d and they had like man i don't know like a hundred games at least that you could play and they had like a few games that were like full on rpgs and there was like a zombie oh, were they all like first person perspective kind of thing yeah, for the most part. Mm. I mean, that's pretty much what VR is, is like first person perspective stuff. But uh, yeah, so there was like, a, like they had, and then the thing is too, is you could have an account there so you could have save files. So if you wanted to play this like zombie survival game that takes, you know, several hours to beat, yeah, that makes you sense. can come that back sense, and yeah. play the same save file every time, which I thought was pretty neat. I think we played an hour there and then right at the end, they also had one of those cars. It was like a sit down car with a VR headset. And then you could like, they had like the steering wheel and like the pedals and etc. But that one, I, I played it and like whoever was playing it last had it on like some like crazy like simulation mode and i could like barely drive it but it was fun and then also another time i went to fuck what's that place called where you where oh, it's like you can like play it's by cineplex and it's like you can play oh all the video games um and stuff. what is it called we went there for the office yeah party. the place it's down by uh the skydome what, what is that place right? called yeah um oh yeah skydome this is what you listen to a podcast for people going oh um ugh. anyway you it's like essentially an adult arcade whatever and they had this ghostbusters like vr experience where you put on like a proton pack you got your like you got your gun thing like the ghostbuster style and then you put on the vr and then you go in and you like walk through kind of like these rooms and the rooms are so it's like vr with augmented reality because then like while you're looking in vr it's like you see all the rooms but it's um you know you have your vr I'm sorry these on, are so like, like the, room. the rooms are built like if it's three connected rooms you're walking yes. through three connected rooms it's like yes. an, it's like like you said like an augmented reality thing you're, but you're seeing stuff in vr okay one further question was were the rooms you saw the rooms as they normally look 
there was just ghosts. I'm guessing uh, planted upon them, or was the or did the walls look different than the? Well, actually, I was just about to mention that. So I did take off the like the VR thing like for a second and like take off like the goggles and like look at the room, and it was just like a very plain room. But there was like say there was like a couch in the room. There would actually be like if you lift off the goggles, there'd be like a couch there. Um, right, right. But yeah, no, and then essentially, yeah, it, would, it was like a made-up room in three. It was like a three D modeled room. Um, with ghosts and everything in VR, but like modeled after the room that you saw, like, you know, everything was tracked. There was like tracking points all around the room and shit like that. Um, so they could track it properly, but it was really cool too, because there was a part where you go outside of like, and again, not outside, like real outside, like outside in the VR mission. Yeah. So you're on like scaffolding and like the floor was moving and, um, there was a part, so at the end, you fight the, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man with your um, proton packs and your lasers. And you gotta, like, cross the streams. And you, like, cross the streams with your buddies. And I, I did it with two friends at the time. So that was a lot of fun. But I, like, crossed the streams with my two buddies. And you blow up the, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And then all you, all they, like, pump in the smell of uh, roasted marshmallows afterwards. And you're, like, in the game, you're, like, covered in, like, marshmallow goo. And it's, like, marshmallow goo everywhere. Um, and then, like, you're just walking. You're, like, oh, my God, it smells like roasted marshmallows. So, like, that was a really cool experience. But, man, it was fucking expensive. Like, the whole experience was, like, four minutes or something. And it's, like, time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not like, it's, like, almost on rails where it's, like, they, like, move you through it at a certain pace. Um, so it was, like, I think it was, like, six minutes or, like, five minutes or something. And it was like twenty dollars. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, sorry, well, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I find what you're talking about right there with the price is the big issue with VR. It's too expensive for what you get, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was talking about earlier. It's like it's a, the technology's just not there yet. Once the technology's cheaper to produce and you can have higher quality images in your home and you can have that higher mm-hmm. frame rate. And I think that's really what it what really makes me motion sick is if it's like a really low frame rate and that's probably what the biggest issue was with like the original like playing skyrim on it um was probably the frame rate um but yeah so like that you're correct you're correct so once 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 you have the better hardware for a better price point i feel like you're gonna see it not a resurgence but maybe a slow rise in the number yeah yeah were there any what what kind of games have you played? Uh, have you played any uh, really good games that that really stood out to you? Well, like I said, um, Beat Saber was fun. Uh, that drifter light neon cube game that is not its title uh, was fun as well. Uh, Skyrim was also fun. Like I kind of enjoyed it, but it was sort of like I already have this. I don't need a system for it. So I played that. Yeah, and that I, was unnecessary. Like Skyrim VR, yeah. it's kind of unnecessary. That that I felt, honestly I felt like a Bethesda cash grab just like Fallout Four where it's like oh Bethesda cash grab yeah what well not anymore now that they're with the very altruistic and not money grubbing yeah. company Microsoft so yeah no I mean honestly yeah, but, but Microsoft never was fun. Microsoft never bought a company and then shut it down yeah so. well I don't think they're gonna shut down Bethesda they no, definitely didn't buy it for that but uh there there's I mean again, we're getting off top but there's a whole thing about exclusivity with uh Microsoft uh, with yeah there's uh, a big Xbox question about it yeah. But um, yeah, for VR games, I mean, I think I liked the Skyrim experience. It wasn't enough to make me go and get a Vive or a Rift or whatever, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I played. I played some cool games. Um, I remember, like, I played through like the Batman game, like some like Arkham Knight one, and like that one oh, was yeah, I kind of about that, yeah. 
that one was a glorified tech demo like that one didn't have much to it i remember playing that like um it's like a guy richie takeoff it's like some like london gangster one i remember playing through that one that one's pretty cool it has some really cool set pieces like you're like driving down in like a van and you're like having like a shootout on the middle of the freeway and like i don't know like that game is a shit ton of fun um can uh, i ask a question would you say that w- you're in london right i believe so yes so is london your city or is it Lon- england Lond- uh england is my city <laughs> there for sure go. It's every day, bro. Every day. Wow, wow. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, fit that in. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I mean, I played a few other games like Super Hot. Uh, that's a great game where you're just kind of like chaining these combos of like shooting people <laughs> or like shooting these like glass humanoid things and you're like throwing knives and it's like almost like this poetic fluid motion like once you get the game down i'm not good at that game but i watched my friend play and he's really good and you can like get it down to like these like beautiful almost like combos where you're like you like hit this guy with like a bottle you get his gun you shoot the other guy you punch that guy that guy drops his knife you throw it in the distance like you know what i mean you can make it you can make that game look really yeah. cool but um, I gotta say, the best game I played on it was uh, the game Moss. Now, I remember I played the Moss demo originally at my one friend's house. Um, and I he was like, you gotta play this demo. And it's like, I don't know, maybe the demo was maybe like, like 10, 15 minutes long. And I was absolutely blown away. So essentially what this game is, is you're like this kind of, I guess, being... And you're looking at just kind of like a beautiful, like wooded scene, and you're standing there, and there's a little mouse, and this mouse is dope as hell. I believe it's a she, but she's got a little sword and shield, and she's just this dope little mouse, and you control the mouse with the like the thumb pad or of the uh, like the the thumbstick of the of the controller, but then also you can control. Like, so then you move around and you're like looking at this mouse, but then you can control things in the environment. Like you can pick up things in the environment. So it's like, for instance, one of the very first puzzles is you're controlling the mouse. There's a big chasm and you're like, okay, how am I going to get this mouse across? Oh, there's a fallen tree branch over here. You pick up the tree branch, you create a bridge for the mouse, you walk across. So that was the first puzzle in the demo. And instantly, like that's such great game design where you're like, instantly I get this game. You know what I mean? You're like, I get this game. You're like, I control this mouse. She jumps around. She swings her sword. She defends. That's all standard stuff. But then there's also this aspect where I'm like above everything looking down. I'm this almost this like omniscient being where you can pick up and move certain things in the environment and trigger certain things in puzzles, etc., etc., etc. So I had played that demo at my friend's house. Then I went to my other friend's house who also had vr and then i'm like have you played the moss demo and he's like what the hell is the moss demo so we downloaded the moss demo and he's like holy shit and he bought the game right away so is it a long game like how long does the full length of Moss? i'm sorry have you played moss all the way through okay i was yeah i was just actually about to get to that um so then so he bought the game whatever we fucked around with it for a bit kind of screwed around with it but then we also played other stuff i went back to his house um after work in the morning i think we got to his house i don't know at like probably like 7 30 and i played from like 7 30 in the morning ish because yeah like i work nights so this was in the morning after work so i played from 7 30 in the morning until about 10 a.m when i like took off the headset and i look at him and he's like halfway passed out and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry i did not realize it was it's been like almost three hours that i've been playing this game um i will go home now and let you go to sleep um 
So yeah, so it was really good. It was really, really good. I didn't get to the end, but I played a solid like two and a half to almost three hours of it. And I was like blown away. It's like every little kind of section, because your, your mouse is pretty much like, there's like a little section and you have to get your mouse from one side to the other. And, you know, whether it be combat or puzzles or whatever, you're just going through these beautiful, beautiful vistas. And there you're just like going through these areas and it's like so looks so good and like if you lean your character in who you are like if you lean in physically to where the mouse is the mouse like looks up at you and like like smiles at you almost like interacts with you and it's so cute and you can see your being like you can catch glimpses of your of who you are in like water or like if there's glass you can like fully see like the kind of like shimmering outline of like who you are and you're this like weird like cloaked being like as i said you're kind of this like omniscient being kind of like helping from above um so that for me i don't know i don't know if it was necessarily the killer app that i played for vr but i would say that for me i was like okay i can see where this is going and and again that was perfect for me because i get motion sickness and i was not motion sick at all from playing that game because you're just moving like the only movement you have is like your feet are planted you're just kind of moving from your hips you're leaning in leaning out looking left looking right and like that's all fine because like the there's like that feedback from your inner ear so that worked for me really nicely nice yeah i've heard good things about moss not just from you uh i guess if i had a a, a vr system i would probably pick that up absolutely so how do you like how do you feel like vr is doing right now like again we're not some tech insider so we're not like up to date on all the newest v i'm not like a vr analyst or anything i'm strictly talking from your point of view how is vr looking these days because i mean there was a period of time where it was just forced down your throat everywhere and i feel like i don't know what's what, what, what are your thoughts now about like where vr is i feel that vr is it's still just like a niche thing and since i only have really my perspective to look at it from it just isn't quite there there isn't a a killer app for it there isn't something that makes me go like you need i need to have this and that combined with the fact that the price point is so poor like it's so high is what i mean um yeah yeah i also feel just in general i don't see a lot of like gaming articles or people talking about vr once in a while there's a a game that comes out but it's like maybe it feels like maybe like three or four things a year bubble up to the uh non i'm sure if we were in the vr community there'd be much more uh oh for sure yeah yeah. but it feels like maybe like only three or four of those games bubble up to the uh to the regular gamer consciousness if you will and often it's something like uh skyrim vr or fallout 4 vr which is uh, an old game reskinned is that the term that's not the term but uh updated for vr sort of thing so i would say the state of vr right now is poor and it's in a weird catch-22 where the systems are so expensive and no one buys them because there's no killer app for it so nobody's buying the system so they have to keep them expensive and uh since it's expensive and not many people are buying there's not a lot of funding for creating that killer app yeah like it's just it's it's a like an ouroboros like a, a snake eating its tail that sort of thing it's like it just i think what needs to happen and i don't know if this is possible given the technology as you said earlier it needs to come down in price but what someone needs to do is almost like bite the bullet where you, you instead of selling for i've got i've actually got the figures here in front of me the htc vive sells for us 499 to 799 depending on the version uh, oculus Rift is 549 us in Dang, canada like that's that's pricey that's like that's no a games. new console 
Yeah, that's no games. That's like you need a yep. console on uh, top of that. I think one of those I was looking at was actually bundled with like one game, and uh, okay, fair, fair, the fair. PS4 VR is uh, anywhere from three ninety nine to uh, forty four four uh, four forty nine uh, dollars Canadian in that case on Best Buy. So it's like it's just if the VR system went down to below two hundred dollars, like if it was one ninety nine ninety nine plus tax, obviously punishing it above it. Uh, then I'd be like, okay, let, let me see what's out there. I'd be more interested in searching out. it can't out. be budget. Like, it needs to be... Like, yeah, yeah, it, it can't it be a stripped be like, down, it, like... It needs to be the quality it is now, if not better at that point. Absolutely. You're 100% right on that. And I think at that point, if there was, like, a $200 VR system that was good, at that point I would start then looking into all the games and things that were able to see if it was for me. But as it stands right now, part of the reason I don't have a strong opinion about VR games and I haven't seen the killer app for it is probably because I just don't look into it. I don't ever go, Oh, let's see what's going on in VR. You know, I'm always like, Oh, some VR news, whatever. Cool. I might read if it's mildly interesting, but I don't do any research. So there may actually be a game out there that is the killer app that I'm looking for. But considering the fact that like, you're going to be spending at the least $400 Canadian to get into the VR scene, it's just not worth it right now. Yeah, so my, it's like minimum. And like yeah. you need all the uh, all the other stuff with it. And I feel like it's such a fucking money pit too cuz it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll get like this headset. Oh, I'll get these controllers. Oh, I want like the thing and like, oh, I want to upgrade this and like I feel like it's just already such a money pit that like you add VR to it, you're going to be constantly upgrading even well, more. As as another aside to kind of go in with that money pit though, it's not exactly the same thing. It's also the setup itself. I mean, if I had a giant like mansion size living room, yeah, yeah, it would be great. Yeah. Walk around, but I don't. I, I have like I'm, room for it or something. Yeah, I'm just in like my small office, which is where and my you can PC, get those. Like, yeah, yeah, and then you can get those like treadmills for it. And you can get like the plastic guns or. Yeah, I really would do that actually if I had the money. I, I, if I had the money in space, I, I was generally like when playing Skyrim, I was like, I wonder what this would be like with that treadmill thing. That I feel like that would help a bit because you're not oh, just standing sure. still. For sure. Um, but yeah, like I mean, what's your place like? Do you have the setup for a giant VR thing? I certainly. Oh don't. God, no, God, no. Um. I, I certainly do not. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's just all quiet on the Western front with, with, uh, with VR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, I'm not, I'm not hearing much about it. As I said, the only thing I've heard about for the new consoles is that like PS5 will support it and I'm sure it'll do a good job. Like I'm sure they're not like ignoring it. Um, I'm sure they want people to be able to play with mm-hmm. the, with the hardware that they bought, you know, a year or, two, or three ago. Well, sorry. Uh, hopefully I think, think one thing that might help vr in this situation is the fact that since the ps5 is way more technically beefy than the almost six-year-old no six-year-old system that is the ps4 if there's a good integration that might actually help like for example players like you where if you're playing skyrim on that you're starting to get 60 frames like natural smoothing kind of thing so yeah yeah i mean i mean i can see that i i can but it's just like the hardware is only so like the resolution is like in the in the little in the little what do you call them the monitors in the headset were those i guess i guess those are monitors um in that i'm sure there's a term for it but uh, monitors yeah yeah uh, those are like that resolution is only can only show so much and it's just like you can see like anytime like even if like the shit's clean like you can just like see the monitor like you can kind of like train your eyes to like ignore it but like you can see the like surface level of the monitor with yeah. the PlayStation VR. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly, but you can like just see that well, it is not real. 
I think one of the things I experienced with it was what you're saying is like, since these are two screens, you're not actually in the environment. It's pretty convincing, but it has that kind of like ever so slight uh, Victorian era play thing where it's like, there's stuff on the plane, there's things going on, but you can always feel like I'm not actually in the environment, even though it's trying to fool me that I am. I'm always just slightly back from it. So yeah, and that's probably what uh, affects a lot of people with uh, motion sickness as well, is the fact you're not feeling fully grounded. You're still like, your brain is still going, this is not right. Like, I mean, I know I'm seeing this, but my brain doesn't feel this kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like it's almost like if, like specifically talking with uh, Sony, like if mm -hmm. Sony doesn't release new VR hardware, that's that's essentially the same as like abandoning it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the, if they're not going to update the hardware with, I'm not, I'm not saying do it at the launch of PS5, like this might be a year or two out or something, but if they're not going to release new hardware for it, that's essentially like, they're they're they they're ignoring it. They'll support it. They'll I'm sure they'll update you know as things get better. But they're not supporting it as far like if they're not putting out new hardware, that's them not supporting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. So that I mean that brings into question of like what VR is going to be like in the future. Um, I, I mean I th I think VR is going to be around. I don't know. Like I feel like it's going to be around forever. Like until how who knows however forever is like until the human race i don't know if it's going to get to the point of like the wally -E where like all these people are on like the like the little friggin hover beds the, mm -hmm. the hover reclining chairs in their vr i don't know if it'll get to that level or like ready player one or whatever but um i think that there's always going to be a niche for vr and if people like you said if people like it's it's that tough catch 22 where it's like nobody's buying a software because nobody's producing it because nobody's buying it because nobody's producing it etc um it's like yeah if, if if it doesn't fall into that and as long as like there's new innovations being made and like you know hardware is getting better and cheaper and development's getting faster better cheaper etc i think that you're you'll see it maintain it's like you know level of kind of maybe it's not as popular right now but then you know as long as it kind of maintains that kind of background people working on it then i think that eventually it'll 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 be a little more uh popular i guess is 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 the way to put it yeah i agree with that it, it, well for one thing i will say it, it, i'm not into vr but it definitely seems from what little research i've done there is a vr community there are people who are like well into vr Absolutely. and they love the whole thing and i think what uh, the future of vr will be is as technology gets better, maybe not in this generation of consoles, but in five years, then PS6, I guess, at that point, um, I think slowly it'll become more viable. Like, once we can shrink down the technology and make it cheaper and more mass-produced, uh, yeah, I, th I, I don't ever th think it'll go anywhere, go away. I don't think they'll eventually just be everyone saying, you know what, Oculus is shutting down, HTC is shutting down, PlayStation's dropped the VR. That won't happen. They'll always be kind of trickling away at it. And uh, it'll be one of these things where, like, every year, the percentage of owners goes up by, like, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5 of a percent of the overall thing. And it'll slowly creep up until either, A, the price point becomes so low that it's just a peripheral at that point. It's like, oh, you know what? It's, like, more expensive than a charging station, but not by much. Or there's this one game where it just gets into the zeitgeist. It's like, holy shit, this one game I played on VR was amazing. And, like, yeah. It yeah. won't go away, but it'll be a long time being sort of on the fringe of the game gaming community. It needs to be fully embraced by porn. 
Mm, yeah, well, I, you said it, not me, but I mean, <laughs> if that was a thing, I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't see it, I'm just my tie, like Rodney Dangerfield. I got no respect. I'm not um, even wearing a tie, it's just a t shirt. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you summed that up pretty well. Uh, I think that. As like like we, we we said, as long as people are still working on it, as long as technology and processors are getting better and better, as long mm-hmm. as hardware is getting cheaper and cheaper, it's just going to get better. And who knows? I mean, it could be the future. Um, that also brings me into um, kind of our last thing I want to touch upon, which is changing gears just a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, is the whole topic of AR, augmented reality. Um, there's been a lot of cool things done with augmented reality. Now, augmented reality is cool because you don't need a headset. You just need your phone or a tablet or whatever, and then you have right. augmented reality. Um, you It takes away, you don't need a price point of buying a separate thing for 3D. Um, it's obviously not as immersive because you know it's not strip, strapped to your face. But yeah, there's a lot of cool things being done with uh, augmented reality these days. Um, do you know much about augmented reality? I've seen a few things. Um, I know, well, there was, the, the, I guess the biggest interaction I had with augmented reality was like the first week of playing Pokemon Go and then going, this kills my battery so fast, I can't do this. It's great that I can catch Pikachu literally on the sidewalk next to me, but no, I, I need to be able to text people 20 minutes later. Um, I know a bit about augmented reality and I think you're actually right. I think that will be... Or that will probably be a bigger market that might eventually go into VR because of one simple thing. It's not just a price point. It's not just the technology and stuff like that. It's, but you pointed out, like, it's easy. It's just in your phone. It's just on your laptop or your, uh, well, your pad, your iPad. You can carry it around with you sort of thing. Well, VR you already is, have the thing. Yeah, and VR is also not mobile. Like, you, you, you're playing VR at home. You're, I can see somebody on the subway going like, oh, you know what, I got 10 stops till Bessarian, so I'll just... uh. Ooh. You know, do, you know, shout outs to Bessarian, you know. What's, uh, what's, what's that documentary, Finding Bessarian? Finding Bessarian, yeah. Shout no, out to that it, documentary. That's a great documentary. Great little, cute, cute little little thing. I love that. I love that I've documentary. been to the Check station. It, it, is, it is an empty, weird place. Yeah. But um, so like a guy's on the subway or like on the streetcar or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, what I got to think AR. Oh, you know, there. I think there's a Minecraft augmented reality thing just dropped or is coming out. Like that I can see actually being more because... It's cheaper. You already own the hardware, and it's more portable. You don't have to be doing it at home. Because remember, like a lo- a big sk- uh, portion of the vo- video game market isn't console or PC at home game players. It's the people who are just like playing Candy Crush for while the killing expanding the- market as well. Yeah, so I, I think AR- augmented reality has a future there, and hopefully, with the passage of time, that will lead to almost like VR coming on board, like a portable VR system where it'd be like just like glasses or something like. yeah and you'd wear it and you'd be like okay i can still walk to the store or whatever it's but like, i'm having like an google adventure glass. yeah it's like google glass but not lame. yeah well actually sorry there is one aside about google glass the one thing that's i think also holds vr back a little bit and this is such a stupid reason is the aesthetics you nobody looks good wearing vr nobody looked good wearing google glass like it's i think there are people who like I'm sure it's just like a small percentage of people decision making to not buy it, but I feel there are probably some people who are just like, this looks ridiculous. This is like a giant thing on my face and I'm wandering around my house and or Google Glass. I look weird walking around with it. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're not, you're not wrong. A minor point, minor point. Um, as far as AR goes, so they like I think it's a very cool expanding market. Um, mm-hmm. Like you mentioned with Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go has um, 
doubled down into a lot of AR things. Like now you can have things where you like each person can have their like Pokemon out and about running around interacting with each other. And like you each see it on your phone. But now there's also cool things like I believe it was League of Legends or Dota or something like that, where they had a big esports um tournament for I think it was League of Legends. And then so now picture this. There is a there's a dragon flying around the entire audit like the entire space but it's not there but everybody pulls out their phone and you can track this thing going around this dragon flying around the Hmm. environment and like how cool is that it's like so you have all these things and then like obviously they're adding all these things you can have like crazy fireworks whatever so that calls into question i'm just throwing out an idea here you have two we'll say pokemon battlers so you you got up you got a stage you got one guy on the left of the stage you got one guy on the right of the stage they're both playing their nintendo switch or whatever they're 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 both playing nintendo switch they have a screen in front of them whatever you pull up your phone in between the two guys on the stage augmented reality you see real time the battle playing out between the two or it can be street fighter whatever it doesn't matter you can see the game real time being played out by two characters like these two giant characters say it's like a game of like gundam fighting you see these two giant gundam fighters fighting each other in the middle of the stage with your ipad or phone or whatever um you know you bring your phone down it's just uh it's just two guys sitting sitting at the stage playing the game um on other sides of the stage so i don't know i think that's just one little example of like how cool augmented reality can be implemented um as i said they 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 did it at the league of legends um a couple years ago um it looked pretty legit like it looked pretty cool i remember watching video of it and i thought it looked pretty damn cool there's so much potential for it and like i mean obviously now in a post-covid world it's like you know giant giant groups of people aren't so much going to be a thing for the next little while or long while who knows but uh yeah i mean there's just so much potential for the technology yeah absolutely and uh, it's actually funny with the code you mentioned um i think that actually might be one of the few things that helps vr slash ar a little more because you're stuck at home and it's like if we have another lockdown, uh, and I, I'm assuming in the, uh, in the U.S. they're going through not lockdowns, but similar situations where you're like, okay, I got to stay at home. This thing is going crazy. I feel that might actually help VR sales a little bit. But yeah, no, AR is, uh, it's it's interesting. I like AR. I think the it's almost a technological issue with that. It has to be something fun that you can do with AR, but also doesn't drain your battery. Like, I mean, yeah, a lot of hardcore, I'm assuming when you go, well, I guess you can answer this question. When you go out to do like a, a Pokemon Go raid or something like that, you're carrying around a USB charger, right? Yeah. Now, now, well, first of all, I don't do like a huge amount of VR when I play Pokemon Go. Yeah. Just because it does drain your battery. But now like phones are like back in the day, like my phone used to get like the battery used to get destroyed. And like now, I don't know, like batteries are mm-hmm. pretty good where it's like it doesn't drain it so quickly well i haven't so tried pokemon go in a while i will f- say that so yeah so it's like it's fine now but i definitely do carry a charger around with me just generally like i do have it on with me and like when i'm doing uh you know community days and stuff like that big big days where it's like you know i'll be grinding all day with uh with uh my boy kyle my gotta catch that shiny magic card but yeah if we're, if we're going out for the day we're we're I'm, i have my charger with me 100 percent, 100 percent yeah, and I, I think with AR, like, if it's, if phones are... I mean, honestly, I haven't given it much thought because I don't really think about AR games that much. 
But if phones are at a point where, you know, you can play Pokemon Go for a couple hours or whatever the equivalent game is with AR turned on and see, like, you know, Pikachu hiding in the bushes or whatever, then, yeah, I, I can definitely see that being more popular. And again, because everybody has a phone, not everybody has a PC that can run VR games, not everybody has a PlayStation, that, or let alone a PlayStation Pro that can run PSR, uh, PS uh, VR well. So, yeah, you know what, I think augmented reality games... It could be uh, the wave of the future, or at least the sort of like the the bridging between like a monitor play, base play, and VR play is sort of AR, which is kind of half and half sort of thing. So I, I can see that as sort of the stepping stone or the way station towards true VR. Yeah, and then we also like we didn't even talk about it at all because I mean this is a video game podcast, but mm-hmm. there is a whole like filmmaking aspect of both VR and mm-hmm. um, AR. Like you, like I've watched videos where they've used like three D, like the three sixty sphere cameras, where you sit in a swivel chair and then you can, you know, you're watching on your phone and you can literally like you're moving your phone all around three sixty and you're looking at the three sixty environment. Yeah. Now you can translate that to like VR as well, where you have these like three sixty degree filmed movies where you can like you know look around in three in um, in three D. So I mean that that ushers in a whole new world of you know te- technical and um you know creative possibilities when it, whether it comes to you know video games or movies where you know generally you're kind of funneled into looking somewhere specifically in a movie you're you're funneled into where you know the director and dp wanted to shoot yeah yeah and then in a video game there's you know set pieces and there's you know cinematic moments where the camera like swings around whatever but like in VR, you're 100% control of where you're looking at any given time. So, I mean, there's that, that just, that's just a whole host of technological, as I said, technological, creative, you know, Mm -hmm. hurdles and also possibilities. So, I don't know. I I think there's a lot of, from a, from a creative standpoint, there is a lot to them and we can, we can see where that's going in the future. But overall, I mean, ending it off, I want to know, do you think VR, and you know i guess by extension ar but do you think vr is a gimmick Ooh, good question um i'm gonna say yes with a but or no with a though so that's say, like your answer for everything I'm on, i place that play the middles baby i'm, I'm, I'm from the planet of the neutral over here fucking tell my wife i said hello um <laughs> No, I I, 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 said, hey. I think it's not a gimmick, to be honest. Like, I think VR is a legitimate platform uh, if you have the horsepower to play it. Um, I think it's just relic- relegated to gimmick status right now because it's simply, it's not accessible to everyone. It's not, um, and so that, it's kind of funny. It's a gimmick that's not a gimmick where it's like, it's a legitimate thing. And uh, I'm sure once VR technology gets to the point where it can provide what it's promising and for cheap, it will become like a complete platform itself. You'll probably start getting like, you can get the PS7 or the PS7 VR. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it'll be a separate thing that'll be a huge uh, inspiration for people to buy games. But I would say for now, while it's not a gimmick, it is relegated to that status. It just hasn't quite broken out yet, like um, 3D films did. But then that's also a cautionary tale because 3D films broke out and. Well, you should still see stuff in 3D. It's no longer the selling point it used to be. So, uh, not a gimmick, but treated like gimmick. Right in that middle line, baby. Right down the road. Honestly, man, I give you shit for copping out, but, like, I I have nothing else to add. That was well played. 
Like, mm. I literally have nothing else to add. So, you know what? I think uh, on that note, we're going to fucking wrap things up. I think we... Uh, Sounds good. I think we got to the kernel of it, at least a little bit. We, we did a deep dive on this, so to speak. Our opinions are well known and stated and... Uh, yeah. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, my dude. Uh, we'll talk soon, man. Have yourself Absolutely. a great night. Yeah, you have a good one as well. Take care. All right. Easy. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Bumps and Nerfs podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the Mind Refinery channel and follow us across all social media platforms.